More all-star returns are in. The Phoenix Suns creeping a little closer to maybe having a starter in the game. Maybe having two guys, maybe three, maybe four. We'll talk about all of it. Aaron Edwards is here to close out the week. Coming right up on Locked on Suns. Network, your team every day. We are back. This is Locked On Phoenix Suns. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Clean, a contributor at suns.com, where I have a new piece up on all things all-star for Chris Paul and at Dime Magazine. Thank you for making Locked On Suns your first listen every single morning for helping us grow the YouTube channel. Slowly but surely, we are creeping toward 1,000. No more, actually, uh, applications or uh, appearances here for the YouTube giveaway for the towel, but we are really already close to getting to this Ubre thing. So I will announce the winner of that towel giveaway on Monday. Thanks for everybody for helping out there. And uh, thank you to everybody listening across your favorite podcast platforms as well. It is All-Star Day. It's a Friday show. We're going to take things a little casual today and get our way through these all-star returns. Aaron Edwards is here. He is a writer at All Caps NBA with Jason Concepcion. We have to start here, Aaron, I feel like, um, because a crime against humanity was committed when these returns came in. Andrew Wiggins is currently in the third front court spot, and that would mean that he starts the game or that he is one of the 10 guys who gets put into the draft and then the captains are all that, but he would be in that mix. Is this something we're okay with, with being alive for in 2022? How are you taking the news of, of this uh, development, sir? It's really wild, ain't it? Like <laughs> I, like, I remember people were considering it a couple of times. It could happen, but it's not going to happen kind of thing. Yeah. And now we're living in it, and I'm just like, what the, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> like, it's just one of those shocking, like, I feel like it's a long, and I know I'm big a homer, but if Wiggins is an all-star, so is, like, JaVale McGee. Like, <laughs> that's, like, my thought process for the whole thing. <laughs> well, what's funny, and, like, we're going to get to this as we talk through this stuff is – He's the third best player on, you know, a team that's basically neck and neck for the best team in the NBA. But I'm looking up and down this list. I don't see a third son anywhere to be found. And like at the end of the day, setting aside the fact that he's Andrew Wiggins, there's also just like, and look, I mean, part of it is if other fan bases wanted their guys in here, then everyone had the ability to go out and do that, right? The Warriors just happened to have this like, mafia behind them because their city's really big and they're have this like international appeal I'm sure that I'm sure all of that is working in his favor but it's like it's just funny to me to look back at guys who have not gotten in or needed like injuries to happen for them to get in and then to fast forward all the way to Andrew Wiggins is starting the game like (laughs) honestly why is Draymond not like why are Warriors fans voting for Wiggins over Draymond that's probably the craziest part of this whole thing I think, like, it's kind of, like, a pity thing because, like, he played bad for so many years that now that he is playing pretty well, like, they think it's an all-star level because he's playing better than he's played before. So it's, like, he kind of just, like, did bad grades. And once he got a C, everybody – Yeah, everybody's, like, he got a C. Like, let's just get him. And they've had 
had a billion home or uh tv games so i think that's helped that's even though true. like he hasn't done like much in those tv games he's, he's he fits the warrior system now finally like he's a Kelly Oubre than Kelly Oubre was. And I think, like, that's pretty oh, much yeah. what... Not playing. Yeah. No, I think... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think... I mean, obviously, like, the real reason more than anything else is Paul George is hurt, Anthony Davis is hurt. I guess people just... There's not enough Timberwolves fans to get Carl Anthony Towns into the game. Rudy Gobert is... Old news, nobody's really excited to watch him. He cried the last time that it didn't work out for him, so people probably are not in a hurry to see that all happen again. But um, what do you think in that general? Is, like That is the other thing. Like what? Go ahead. The wings, the wings that usually make it are hurt. Like It would be Paul George and Kawhi yeah. probably, like more than likely. So that's two yeah. spots that are opened up. So, I mean, I didn't think it was Paul George, Kawhi, and then Andrew Wiggins right below that. But, like, I guess all-star voting-wise, like, they're considering Andrew Wiggins the third best small forward in the Western Conference right now. It's, which is it, what a weird sentence to even say right now. It makes no <laughs> sense. None of it makes any sense. Obviously, LeBron is at the top. Jokic is in second in the front court. So they're, like, head and shoulders above everybody else. And then yeah. you have Curry right up there in the West for guards. He's not going to be caught. He's like four times as much as the next guy, which is John Morant. It's not looking good for Booker or Paul to be in that, in that starting group fans. uh, Unfortunately, Kendall Jenner's tweets and all the rest that it it didn't get it done. What's crazy to me though, is these international guys always get boosted. Like, you know, you remember like Yao Ming uh, would always get in Zaza had that one year. Jeremy yeah. Lin was always like, you know, it, it, these fans who have maybe one or two players from their country to root for. Like, it makes all the sense yeah. in the world that it happens that way. What the hell is going on with Luca? He has 1.4 million votes. He's behind Ja, who plays in like the 50th biggest city in the country. <laughs> what is going on there? Are people just turning? They're all tired of Luca. It's over for him. What's going on I, here? My whole thing is like maybe he went back to the uh went back home this summer when he was eating all that food and he was just an asshole the entire time. <laughs> like he just went back home and like now everybody hates him. He just needs to stay in America for a summer and let well, it I mean, die Jokic, down. <laughs> didn't Jokic like give a bunch of people or there was a spread of COVID as a result of a party that he kind of hosted? I feel like that's pretty he yeah. didn't suffer from it. He got four million votes out of his country. What Luca? I feel like can't catch a break here. That depends on how good the party was, man. <laughs> so That's like fair. maybe maybe he it threw was a worth, heater. It was worth COVID. <laughs> yeah, maybe he threw a heater and they weren't that mad at him. Like I feel That's like fair. maybe Luke, maybe Luca's party suck, and that's why he's not getting any votes. <laughs> what would a Luca Doncic party involve? I feel like it's like a at least a dozen bowls of chips. You have yeah. <laughs> you have like a whole spread at the drink counter, but like very light on the liquor, very heavy on like the Dr. Pepper. And <laughs> like what else is going on at a Luka Doncic party? Um, I think it's like whatever Slovenian trap music is. Like I think it's a lot yeah. of that. <laughs> um, I yeah. think if he gets Bobin to come, I think it's a cool party. But if Bobin doesn't come, I think if it's he brings just... the horses... Then yeah, <laughs> things start to get pretty fun if there's like farm animals involved and like this seven foot three guy and maybe Keanu gets involved as a result of Boban. Yeah. yeah, he has to be bringing other people in. I've never looked at Luka Jontic and had the idea like that guy seems like a 
ton of fun to spend a night with by any means. He <laughs> seems pretty pissed off and red yeah. almost 24-7. So uh, maybe maybe we're on to something. Maybe he or is, maybe uh, people maybe. Would... Maybe people in Slovenia have just seen him play this season. <laughs> like that could be that could also be it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's maybe they wanted that gold medal and they're just resentful. Yeah. Maybe they felt like he didn't do enough in the Olympics, although he carried that team. So I don't know if that's yeah. fair. But yeah, no, look, he he is uh that was bigger surprise to me than I think even Wiggins, because I just felt like Steph and Luca were kind of a lock in the guard spots. It felt yeah. like those guys are there. We'll see what happens with that third front court spot. And, you know, at this point, like Suns fans are probably going to be rooting for Book and, and Chris to be in uh, the coaches selection, the media selection, whatever it might be. But uh, let's turn the page. Let's go over to that. Let's talk about the seasons that Booker and Paul have had so far, what it would mean for Booker to maybe finally get a rightful all-star appearance <laughs> in his third attempt, even though he technically yeah. has already been there twice. He will actually get it this time, I think so. Uh, let's let's go through the Suns players' odds here of, of finally breaking through. First, though, not just all-star voting here uh, in 2022. We have plenty of stuff on the sports calendar. The NFL, the college football playoffs just wrapped up. You have college basketball tournaments not too far into the future. And betonline.ag would like to wish all of our listeners a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action here in the new year. They also have a new updated desktop site and mobile app, BetOnline.ag. Go there, make an account. When you do, use the promo code LOCKEDON when you make your first deposit to get a 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code LOCKEDON when you make your first deposit to get a 50% welcome bonus straight to your account. From the football playoffs, maybe you're feeling like you got to put some money on Kyler Murray in his first ever playoff game. Maybe you're uh, looking ahead to the Australian Open and taking advantage of Novak not being there. Whatever it might be, head to bet online. They are your one-stop shop for all sports betting action throughout 2022. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so as I said, Aaron, uh, it's not looking good for Devin Booker or Chris Paul in the starting lineup. He, Booker, is at about 650,000 votes, according to this, which is less than half of what John Morant has. Chris Paul even further behind than that, sitting in seventh. Sitting behind Russell Westbrook, which uh, is a, is really a crime, but is just more <laughs> L.A. Uh, it's just more yeah. L.A. whatever you want to call it. Uh, what what do you think though? Are both of these guys getting in? It feels like it feels like we're headed that way. Even if fans' yeah. v- tweets didn't get the job done. Yeah, I mean it feels wrong. Like every time Chris Paul, like Chris Paul not getting in, just feels wrong. Like I know Devin Booker's probably gonna get in, but I just really think like the we did we had the fun part of our season too early. I think so. Like people yes. just forgot it immediately. Like like I think like that took like a really a lot of fire away from All Star voting was. People don't really – I think Memphis's 10-game winning streak is getting more publicity than our, like, 20-game win streak. Yes. Like, it seems yes. It seems like nobody really cares about how the season started anymore. So, like, just – We also the, had the most, like, James Jones, Monty Williams win streak ever, though. Like, just kind of putting it together with not spare parts. That's obviously disrespectful. Yeah. But, like, you at the beginning of that, you had Frank Kaminsky with a career yeah. high in points – you have yeah. JaVale McGee <laughs> running around the floor. You have, like, you know, injuries and weird... Like, it just didn't... 
like this this Memphis thing is like the all hail John Morant moment, right? It's kind of like yeah. this guy is going to get MVP votes. Holy crap, he's the new you know superstar. He should have been taken first over Zion. Like there's all these new things. Whereas yeah, I think you're right. Like you look at Chris Paul, it's it's boring to people, right? Like yeah. he he's just been so like consistently amazing. But what's crazy, so I worked on this story for the Suns website about his first playoff appearance, um, just to kind of look back, and I got to talk to Bonzi Wells and Bobby Jackson, which is just oh, nice. weird, and, <laughs> weird and cool in its own way, because it's like two dudes I straight up had not thought about in years, but yeah. um, it's weird to look back. Did you realize that Chris Paul didn't make the All-Star game in either one of those Houston seasons? Like, he's only made 11 All-Star teams, despite being so great for so long. Really, it feels like he's always there. So I was, yeah. I'm really shocked that he didn't make it for the Houston year. Like, yeah, I figured it would just be him and Steph because they have to be in top three in rankings for in the Western Conference. So them well, not making was, it is yeah. making it seem like one of the situations here too. Then, yeah, I th- well, I think it, it probably. I don't have the teams pulled up. It probably was like one of those things where you split the vote because he was on the team with Harden. So I'm sure yeah. that was part of it. And then health, like, he only played 58 games both of those seasons, so uh, I'm sure that didn't do him yeah. any favors. But, like, I mean, it must just be the health, because the previous season was at 61 games, and then early on in New Orleans, he, you know, the team just wasn't good enough, and he was in a small market and whatnot. But it's just kind of crazy to look back and think about it that way, where it's like, you know, LeBron and these guys, they just are sh- Kobe. They're just like a shoe-in every single year. And yeah. Chris, hasn't, Chris hasn't gotten the benefit of the doubt, but I think he, I mean... For narrative alone, I think just what he means to this team and the fact that they're right there at the top again, like I have a hard time believing that they wouldn't give the Suns at least two. We can talk yeah. about the third and fourth guys later on, but um, <laughs> as it relates to book, does it matter to you? Like, did the other two before this feel like not as real because they were injury replacements or do you feel like this is his third all-star appearance and none of that matters? No, I don't think it matters, but I do think he should finally get voted in. Last year was probably more ridiculous like than the other ones. Like, yeah, he was on a bad team and getting a lot of points, so I could see why people were against it. Like, he was on a great team last year, and he was playing super well, and they were winning, and he still didn't get in. And even, like, Dame getting hurt almost didn't change that. <laughs> like, for some reason, yeah. the league just didn't see him. And I think, like, now we're more seen, but he got hurt, and we he got um, – like the team got COVID and it just seems like he's fighting uphill this time too, for different reasons. I think our team is just too methodical and it's just every, nobody's like dropping 40 and just like these amazing wins. Like we're just winning. Like it's just like pretty methodical wins. It's like on some Spurs stuff right now. And nobody thought they were exciting. Like people were getting Tim Duncan in an all-star game was pulling teeth and he was one of the greatest players of all time. So I think just methodical and just like, boring wins just don't translate to people voting for all-stars yeah i think in the west so lebron Jokic, wiggins curry moran that looks like it's going to be the starting lineup um i i feel like beyond that chris and donovan mitchell are probably locks i think luca is probably a lock so that's seven eight guys already um and that, that doesn't even include some of the players who are, like, right on the cusp with injuries, like Paul George and, and other guys. But yeah. looking through, like, the rest of this list, it's like Anthony Davis, yeah, he's up here on this list, but he's not getting in. 
Carmelo yeah. Anthony is a complete joke. That's not happening. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy Gobert is probably going to get in because the, the Jazz, I think, will have two guys. Yeah. Um, Even though but, nobody wanted them last year, like that was really bad during the I draft, want them but... to do it again. I want them yeah. to do that again and make it an <laughs> annual tradition. If he's going to cry and be ridiculous, then... Uh, I just, like is Rudy Gobert the most hated guy in the NBA? I mean, aside from like the actual villains or like straight like Patrick Beverly might be up there, yeah. but like Rudy I don't Gobert think it's like has to be. I don't think it's hate with Rudy Gobert. I just think he's so lame that like he yes. makes it hard not to make fun of him. And I think yeah. if he was just quiet and like we stopped making fun of Dwight Howard sooner or later, and I think That's if he true. just was quiet and stopped being lame because Dwight Hart was also lame and he made us make fun of him. And I think once he finally matures and get into that area where he's like, all right, like some of this is on me, then we'll stop making fun of him so much. It seems like he wants to be like a bigger star than he is. I wonder, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it's because like these international types of players, like they probably, you know, in their like, friend groups or whatever are like the biggest thing on the planet and then yeah. they get to the nba and it's like okay yeah you're like the fourth best center like you know settle down a little yeah. bit here yeah um, i think, but no, I, I think they'll to, both get in yeah i think gobert just wants it to be 1998 and that's like his thing yes. is he wants centers to be like treat it like that but guards that do dope stuff is just what the nba is now that's what people like more and bigs aren't really treated unless they do point guard stuff that's why we like Jokic because he throws dimes and he doesn't look like he should. And we like Joel Embiid because he can pull up from three and transition yeah. <laughs> like a freak. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a throwback player. But he's he's historically gotten in. I think he's been an all-star like three or four straight seasons at this point, Gobert has. So he'll be in there. But point being, Book and, and Chris should both, I think, get in yeah. without much of a problem. On the topic of Booker, though, before we transition to the other guys, and, and you can tell me if you think Bridges or Aiton really have much of a shot here. Um where do you land on Booker with the camera? If you remember from that first All-Star season, is and I think he brought it oh, to yeah. Tokyo. He brought it the to Tokyo contest. too. So corny or genuine? How do you feel? No, I like it. Like and it's like the okay. retro camera, right? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like the looked, flip like this yeah. type of yeah. Yeah. It looked cool during the WNBA finals too. I just think it's like a yeah. cool look. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because he's the only one who actually does it yeah and he has like the old school cars and he like does that so it just fits like his old school vibe of like the camera and just book is book just seems like an old soul so it kind of fits him if like some of these younger dudes did it i think it would be weird that's fair i agree i think i it's one of those things that like in hindsight it, it it's like you do it once yeah. You know what I mean? Like if he brought it out at every all-star game, it's kind of like, act like you've been here before. Like you're <laughs> a three-time all-star. You're trying to win an NBA title. Like, you know, it's not, you're not a little yeah. kid. You're not Spider-Man in uh, what was the <laughs> cold war that he was in the first one yeah. <laughs> that he was ever in where he brought the camera. Like, it's not that you gotta, you gotta probably uh, man it up a little bit, but no, I think, uh, I think Booker and Paul will both be there. Let's talk about the other two guys though. Uh, they've been really pushing this on the broadcast. I know obviously <laughs> the Suns are tweeting it. They really, want to make it uh you know like 2015 hawks type of situation but i'm not so sure so we'll break that down and have uh, have some fun with that here in a quick second first though if you are already Aaron and i were just talking about before we hit record that january flies by it can be hard to get ready for the new year maybe you're struggling with your resolutions already i saw a bunch of uh, articles that people are not signing up for gyms as much uh, i think we're all <laughs> just tired of everything uh bill bar though is there to help you 
get it done. Maybe the exercise is not uh, agreeing with you, but you can at least do yourself the favor of eating right. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to those resolutions because they are actually good tasting. They actually are delicious. They're not like most protein bars or other healthy food that you just choke it down because you know you have to or you feel like you got to you owe it to yourself uh, maybe in the new year or just because you've been eating like a, a fat person for a little while. Built Bar saves that for you by being delicious. Again, less than 150 calories, less than 5 grams of sugar, 15 to 20 grams of protein packed into every single one. I know that I struggle with this stuff. It's not always easy to find the right thing to eat. It's not always easy to stay committed uh, the bad habits that I was just talking about. I was not throwing shade at anybody. That's me too. But Bilt Bar is delicious. And uh, I love the coconut almond. I love the cherry. They have something for everybody, whether you're a, a real sweet person or you like something a little bit lighter. Just peruse. Built.com, promo code LOCK15. Check it out. 15% off of your next order. Again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. Mikhail Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, um, the Suns clearly are pushing. You see the tweets, you see, you hear the references on the broadcast. Um, <laughs> I just don't buy it. And I think, Aaron, it's a byproduct of exactly what you were saying that already I think Booker and Paul suffer from, which is the team is so deep, they're so methodical, they're so like, you know, frankly, like you were saying about the Spurs, like kind of boring at times. If you're not like super diehard, passionate Suns fan, they can get lost in the shuffle, I think. Um, and I think individual players get lost in that shuffle too. Like to really stand out, you have to be so, so good on this team. There was a stretch where Aiden was doing that. There was a stretch where Bridges was doing that. But I just don't think they put it together over the course of the whole entire season to be above some of these other stars in the NBA. Yeah, um, the Bridges defense is good, and there are, like, if you're watching, like, deep and, like, looking closely, you'll see just insane defensive possessions from like, Bridges, but I just don't think that gets you in an All-Star game anymore. Like, Tony Allen stuff just doesn't really push the needle All-Star-wise for people. Like, Draymond, like, he'll guard a point guard and then, like, go down low and guard a center and then get the rebound and run the break, like – that is just cool. Like, yeah. it, like he's just really great on defense. And even then, and think, Draymond like, doesn't even always get in. Yeah. So, so, I just, yeah. so I just think, like, if you're going to be a defensive specialist and get in, like, you have to pretty much be one of those people that do everything. And Bridges doesn't really, like, shoot as much. He's still not as aggressive as we want him to be sometimes. I feel like Cam Johnson kind of took that from him this summer. And I just, like, I just don't think he – like, he's good, and we're just, we're just so methodical that – he makes insanely great defensive plays, but I just don't think that really gets you into the All-Star game. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, looking back, Andre Godala is another example of that type of guy. He made one All-Star team, but that was his last year in Philly when he was he was honestly like a lot of their offense in addition to being his usual yeah. self on defense. But even the year that he's the defensive player of the year, that one season he was with the Nuggets, he still doesn't even make the All-Star team. So... Those types of guys, they do not get that type of love. Um, I think you're right. Bridges will have to just be more of an offensive factor if he's ever going to get in. DeAndre Ayton, I think the injury and then COVID and his inconsistency, he hasn't been great in the two games since he got back. I just, I don't think that you notice him enough in games. Like, as much as you were saying, like, the Bridges defensive stuff can get lost in the shuffle or kind of fly yeah. under the radar, I think 
Aiton, his whole package gets that way sometimes. Yeah, I think like, like I said, we peaked early during the win streak. He was guarding Steph out at the three-point line. He was guarding yeah. a bunch of point guards out at the group for three-point line. He was amazing off the pick and roll. Like he was, he was playing like an all-star. I just think COVID kind of just messed it all up and he's just like not as aggressive on defense anymore. And I just think like maybe he just needs to get his legs back under him, but the COVID thing and the getting hurt stuff and like the team just kind of having to play with so many 10 day guys, I think it's just through the, the vibe off a little. So I just think it's going to be really hard for him to get in. But if the streak happened this, these last two months, instead yeah. of the first two months, then he's in. That was what we talked about. I think one of the first times I brought you on was like, what does the rest of the season even mean? Yeah. Like who cares? <laughs> like we already kind of saw everything we need to see here, like pack it up and get ready for the playoffs. But awards in general are going to be so weird this year with you know like most seasons guys would get dinged if they missed time because it's like well at the end of the day you just weren't as like valuable to your team because you weren't yeah. out there but how are you going to say that about anybody this season like we're already kind of seeing it with all-star it's going to be even weirder with with uh, awards because nobody's going to crack 80 games this season people might not even crack 70 <laughs> if they if they have like like Aiton they have an injury and COVID it's like you're already, you know, five, seven games deep before you even, you know, look up. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, like a lot of eye test stuff for awards. That's why Ja is an MVP. Is like he has so many memorable plays and games this year that he's already just going to be like just tattooed in the memory of voters. So I just think like depending like we still got a lot of season left, but like you got to really like show yourself in these limited games that you're probably going to end up playing to get award discussion yeah it sounds like you've come around because last week i think it was last week i said to you the grizzlies scare me more than the jazz i, said I still this. think yeah i still think they can go cold and they play the lakers like three times in like the last two weeks yeah. so i think it's a lot of that too that it yeah, does you favors to beat the lakers yes yes, yes. <laughs> and just to play them in general it does you favors yeah. so yeah. i just think like once he starts playing i mean they beat the warriors pretty well too and i just think like but i feel like the warriors are in the same position we are we are like started off hot and now just trying to get to the playoffs in one piece since they kind of just know they're better than so many teams and I just think like with the Suns and the Warriors it's just like a pace kind of thing not uh get to the playoffs thing and they can go cold like whenever the Memphis can so I think they kind of have to stay going this fast so they're gonna look good they don't they don't have like a second guy for offense you know (laughs) so you could easily see them going through a stretch where it's like oh they've lost like seven of ten or or something like I think that they they do kind of go up and down, and they're they're missing Dylan Brooks still, who was a big part of their team last year. But yeah. I don't know that that team just feels like this is kind of a year for them where they might take a step. Now, obviously, Utah has that proven track record, so I don't I, I might still be exaggerating a little bit, but I think I think it's more of a conversation than people realize, which is why I wanted to bring it up because if the Suns face them in the playoffs, I don't want people coming at you know at that series like oh you know yeah. Suns in four, this is this is yeah. done. I it's think gonna Memphis be, it's going to be a real series. Yeah, I think Memphis is going to scare somebody. I think like in a game one, they'll like shock somebody with like a big win. But I just think like yeah. after a team like hunkers down and because you got to win seven of them or you got to win four out of seven and defenses get tighter. And I just think once you realize like what to do with Ja in a seven game series, it's they they're going to have to go to something else. And I just don't think they have that something else. 
Well, let's hope the Suns have something for job because they haven't, and that's part of why they scare me. But yeah. to your point <laughs> in general here, like just the teams we're rattling off, the Grizzlies, the Warriors, the Jazz, I think like a lot of people might feel like, hey, like the Suns are the best team in the NBA or close to it. They should have more than two All-Stars. And in the past, that's kind of been true. The top, the teams that really surge ahead tend to get rewarded that way. But yeah. if you look at the Hawks that one year and some of these outlier examples, and it's like, yeah, but the West this season is just that good. And you couple yeah. that with like some of these just you know superstar talents on top of that that might not even be on great teams like Luka, LeBron, Jokic, etc. It just starts to stack up. So I don't think it's necessarily like, Aiton will never have a shot at it or maybe you know if Bridges keeps growing like he won't or maybe like who knows Cam Johnson like I don't know maybe he has a shot at it in the future it's just like right now this this conference is stacked but I have one last one last question for you and uh, it's not to throw any uh, people under the bus necessarily but back to the broadcast I like any reasonable person like you and I love watching Mikhail Bridges. We love watching DeAndre Ayton when he's out there yeah. and, and playing his best. And even we're reasonable enough to be like, that's not going to happen for them this year. Does Eddie Johnson, like, are they giving him a bonus per game for, for talking about, <laughs> like, are they giving him like 50 bucks cash every time he drops a hint that he, like he is out there making the most beautiful case every single game. Mikhail Bridges yeah. has to be an all, like he can't possibly believe this. I think he actually does. Jason got on me at, about this at our caps a couple of days ago, but he's just like, oh, he's the ultimate homer, but not in like an annoying way. Like he doesn't like trash other people's players in that kind of way. No, but no, he just, he's, he's he genuine. Like our, he, he's honest, yeah. but yeah, he like loves our players and he's just a homer. Like he's as big a homer as it gets for sun stuff. So I really do think he believes it, but he's also just trying to like, talked himself into it at the same time wait jason got on you for being a homer or was making fun of eddie johnson also eddie johnson because on nba tv like they end up listening to eddie johnson so like pretty much a lot of people know how much of like we were talking about just like the top like just home broadcasts and i have to admit that yes like my place is one of the most homer nba tv broadcasts well look i think eddie actually like his analysis of stuff going on in the court is pretty good. Yeah. Like, I think we're lucky in that way. Yes, he's a homer. Obviously, those of us who live here don't care if he's a homer, so it's not going <laughs> to bother us. But, like, I mean, have I have never done anything for as long as Eddie Johnson has watched 82 Suns games a year. So, at a certain point, it's like, he's more of a son than, like, anybody outside of, like, yeah. the freaking, like, the gorilla or, uh, <laughs> like, some concession person who's been, like, no one has been part of this longer than him so i get it but he he does he does uh he does push it a little bit but you're you might be right maybe he maybe he's convinced himself that the sun should actually have four of 12 all-stars this season i don't I know. think it is i think in his head like he still is thinking of the first like the he's still thinking of the streak like he's not considering yeah. the fallout like bridges went cold for a couple games and wasn't shooting enough yeah. and kind of wasn't like doing didn't know what his part was once people were going down and I just don't think he's considering that slowdown. I still think he's thinking of the streak when he's talking about these players. I also think there's, I think a lot of ex-players get into this too, where there's a difference between like an all-star level talent or somebody who has like an all-star ceiling and like actually one of the 12 people who's going to make this year's team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there is just some like, it's like 
you know, I don't know, not, not even to, to talk about any specific people in politics, but it's like you could look at somebody and be like, yeah, they could be the president. That doesn't mean they're going yeah. to get elected next year. It means like, sure, what the hell? Why not? Yeah, I could see it. But it, that's not like they're going to become the nominee for the presidency. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I, I, I think uh, I think it's it's all it's all good. And like, I think in a in an ideal world, like maybe a fair world, the best teams would have more all stars. But like the NBA is what it is. It wants to show some of the, you know, people from other teams and fans have a say in it and fans are going to vote for, for Carmelo Anthony over yeah. <laughs> uh, real all-stars. But uh, no, this has been fun, man. I don't think the Suns will get four, but I think they will get two. We'll keep monitoring the results and the, uh, the returns as they come in. You can catch Aaron at all caps NBA writing, showing up on screen, preaching the gospel of the Phoenix Suns. And uh, he'll be back next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. I will be back on Monday.